0: LA, I'm coming from the city with no pity. Somebody do a call for LA. Hello, my name is Elaine, <laughs> and I'll be your tour guide through South Central Los Angeles. Look, count my dough smoke up. Uh. I'm from California. Where you from? So what? I'm from California. This is Los Angeles. Well, where are we going? Westward. Yo, know, you know what? So I was thinking, I've been thinking about this for a long time, y'all. Yo, it is really hard to raise kids. You know, not just not just in general. I think in with this generation alone, like this era of kids that's going on, I think anything that was Anything that was born after 9-11 is very difficult to raise. Very difficult. Um, I just feel like that, like, uh, don't get me wrong. When I grew up in the 80s and the 90s, it was a lot going on, but I just didn't know it. You know, I, I, I didn't know it. And we had probably, we made up activities and games to play outside which was fun it was a group it was a group thing group activity but nowadays these kids you know they they're like part-time introverts you know and and that's what makes it hard is that kids there's nothing for them to be passionate about you know that's scary and then you also have the things surrounded around you know our kids like I guess I guess it's being more it's out there more and and, and, it's, and it's noticeable because of social media. And that's one thing that has made things worse is social media. I think it's a uh, it, it's a plus because you get to communicate with, you know, family and friends, you know, whether they're around a corner or in a different state or on another continent. That's excellent. But the overusage of social media, the... The the rules and guidelines and it's a lot, man. It's a lot. And and the reason why that's today's topic is because recently I had a talk with my, you know, with my eleven-year-old son who plays basketball, phenomenal athlete at eleven, you know, played both sports, uh, which is basketball and football, the two best sports in the world. You know, he gave up he gave up football, even though he was he was good at it. My son was good at it. He was a DB and he was a, a receiver. Just The kid is the most, he's the most athletic 11 year old I've seen like in a while. But his confidence from time to time is, is very low because, you know, he's, he's one of those, he's a nineties kid in, in a new millennium body. And the, the reason why I say that is because he he is one of those kids that will go outside and go play, whether it's, you know, go ride his bike or his, uh, uh you know, his little razor, uh, go hoop, you know, and he, he'll go spend the night over his friend's house, over his cousin's house. They'll play video games, you know, shit like that that we used to do back in the day. But the thing was, our options was limited now. You know, I mean, well, back then they were, they were limited, you know, we had the video games and that was a privilege. It was a plus to have video games back then. And we were into it because the video, I mean, the video games they made, they made back then was dope. They were considered classics and, you know, they have some now that's, that's nice and cool, but we had some classics with classic systems back in the day, you know, we would go outside and, you know, I don't know if our parents (laughs) wasn't concerned as much, but we were, we go outside, you know, for most of us, we had that, you know, you had to be in by, you know, if the streetlights came on, you had, it was time for you to come in the house. That was an indicator of you coming in the house. But it was some weekends where we could stay out late, you know, not late like, you know, 11 or 12 or something like that. But, you know, the latest would be like maybe 10. We'll come in the house, um, you know, playing football, street football, the hide and seek, shit, hide and go get it, you know, freeze tag. Uh, riding bikes, riding skates, um, all kind of stuff. Just random ass game. We used to play Running Man. Running Man was a hybrid hide and go seat game. And what it was is, it'll be. Let's just say it's about ten kids. All right. Uh, one person is it. Now he has to go find everybody else. But everybody that he finds has, you know, turns into, you know, the person that's it. So eventually. You know, nine people, he go find he go find eight people. Now it's nine people looking for one person. So that's what Running Man was. We made that up. Uh but that was the thing that we did. We was very creative. We played with cars and we had action figures and things like that. We watched wrestling. But nowadays the kids, you know, they got the cartoons is even weird. You know, they're they're more these cartoons seem like they're made for adults. Um now, I'm going to get to the rough part of raising kids. It's like, you know, the bullying is different. You know, everything surrounded. Like, we have mass shootings. That's crazy, you know. Um, you're starting to hear more and more about sex trafficking. Trafficking That's scary to me. You know, if you got a daughter out there, that bothers you. You know, I don't want my son. I, like, my wife has a thing where, okay, so my son likes to he's like he likes to sleep in my room when when I'm gone and I don't have a problem with that fully because it's like all right, you know he is the man of the house when I leave and I'm I, and I'm fine with that and he wants to be close to his mom this that and the third but we also have that 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 low confidence you know he just had a tournament we had a tournament that we played in um and we and, and, and we had three games. So I couldn't make it to the first one because I was at work, and I made it to the second one, helped coach that one, and we played against a, a fairly bigger, you know, you know, they were definitely bigger than us. You know, our the 11- the and 12-year-old cats that we played against were extremely bigger than us. Yeah, we're probably the smallest team in our region, and uh, but we're pretty good. We're athletic, we're fast, this, that, and the third. We're good. It's just that we have to play more physical and we have to play faster. And so they didn't play intimidated or anything like that. But the first game, they lost to a bigger team. Second, The second game, it was a much bigger team. The third game was on a Sunday. Again, I was at work. I, I wasn't going to be able to make it. And from what I got through the text message was, he, you know, he was a little off. He was cold. That's keywords for... He was intimidated. So I had a talk with him at home, and I said, look, you got to be truthful with me because he'll sit up there and tell moms everything, but he won't come straight to me and tell me everything. So he basically said I was intimidated because they was clapping in my face, yelling, saying certain things. They were bigger, and I was intimidated. And that's where I'm at. That Now my parent skills have to come out. I have to set aside the coaching part because coaching is separate from – from, you know, parenting, like from being a a parent, my parental skills got to come out now. But a little bit of coaching was in there because I still had to stay on the basketball course, although I feel like what happens at home and what happens off the court, sometimes that spills over into sports. So if you're getting bullied, if if you're getting bullied at school or if you're intimidated by certain people, that's, you know, in life in general, at, in, at school or after school, you know, what I'm saying if there's someone in the complex that 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 you're intimidated and you're bothered by when you get on the court it's going to be the same thing, because basically once you step on the field or step on the court, kids can say anything to try to get you out of your game. And that's what happened. So now I have to step up and be a dad and I have to basically convince him that, you know, you can do this. You can do that. You shouldn't have to feel this way. You don't have to feel this way. And we got to build your confidence. And, and it's going to take time. That's just with my son. What about my daughter? And she's crazy. But the thing is, I worry about her because she's a girl. And everybody knows you can love your kids equally all you try to if, if you want. But it is different type of love that you have for your son and that you would have for your daughter. It's just different. You know what I mean? Yet and still, you would jump in front of a bullet or a a plane, train, or a car for any one of your kids, no matter what sex they were, you know. But the fact of the matter is, raising raising a daughter and raising a son, both are frustrating, but they're different, you know, because we're raising our... I'm hoping to raise my son to where when he goes out into the world, he's able to handle himself at all means. When I raise my daughter, I want her to somewhat do the same thing, but I want her to make wise decisions when it comes to men. And it's nothing I could do when she bumps into that one guy that she dates and he breaks her heart. Whereas my son, I'm trying to prevent him from breaking a woman's heart. You know? And it's crazy because the world we come up in now is like, you hear these stories about sexual assault, sexual harassment. I got to worry about that on both sides. You know, with my daughter, I got to worry about cats trying to take advantage of her. You know, I don't know what she's going to be in the future. She likes to play sports. She likes to sing random songs and baby talk that I don't understand. But she be harmonizing and shit. And it's like everything, everything has an industry to it. And I don't want anybody to take care, uh, take advantage of her because I'm going to go off. And the same thing with my son. You know, he plays sports and he's very good at it and he's athletic, but he's the type of kid that if your kid came up to him, if all those departments line up, you know, he got a video game, uh, action figures, uh, he he likes to play basketball. If your child fits one of those departments, he's going to be cool with your son. He is, he's going to be, they, they, he's going to treat him as if he, they're brothers or something like that. But my son has been in situations where he spent the night over some people's house, uh, or over, a you know, a quote unquote friend's house and he was bullied and didn't know what to do. You know, he's been, he's been in a situation where he didn't get along with all his teammates because he felt like, you know, he was just being himself or whatever. And then because he wasn't a part of the immediate circle, It was some, it was some, some confrontations and it made him feel like an outsider. And then with that feeling it's like, he doesn't have any, doesn't have any confidence. You know, he's not the, he's the type of dude that if he's backed up against the wall, he's going to go off, but he's not looking for trouble at all. And that's the thing though, because not everybody, not everybody can handle that type of pressure. Some people just tap out right then and there. And my son has done that on the basketball court where he will mentally check out of a game. As athletic as he is, he will still play hard, but he won't play as good as he can because he's intimidated. And now I have to fix that as a parent. With my daughter, you know, she still has time to grow. And I'm working on that right now. But now, you know, as my my 11-year-old son, I feel like, you know, it's a lot that we have to catch up on. You know, and my wife has to help, you know, and it, it's a lot of things, you know, it, it's a lot of things. I don't I'm not sure what pointers I could I could use It's being raised in the 80s and the 90s is being is different from now. You can't they don't want you. They don't even want you to, like, flinch at your kid anymore nowadays. You know, you can't even you can't even talk bad to him nowadays. You know what I'm saying? Or you'll get in trouble, Uh let alone give him a ass whooping. You know, like we used to get ass whoopings as discipline, you know, for correction. You can't even hit your kid no more. They're smart enough to call call a case on you. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like, what can you do? What can you do? You can't leave it up to the teachers. You can't leave it up to teachers to teach them things outside of the classroom. Matter of fact, I wouldn't even want that. I wouldn't even want my child's teacher to teach them about politics, to teach them about religion or anything like that, because their personal beliefs is their personal beliefs. You know what I'm saying? And I can't rely on anybody to teach them how to be a man or a woman outside of me and my, you know, me, maybe a a couple of close friends, you know, my brothers and, and, you know. My wife, her sister and things like that, people that's close and we're related that you can trust. That's who I want that information to come from. You know, maybe it might take a little time. But like I said, with all these things happening in the world, as far as, you know, like I said, these mass shootings, sexual assault cases, you know, things like that is it got it, it got me thinking It got me thinking literally for like three, four months. You can ask my wife. We have an upstairs downstairs. And on our way to the room, there's like a, a small wall, you know, it's about maybe maybe about waist high or a little bit a little bit higher than my waist. Right. But well, actually, no, it's probably waist high, probably waist high. And my my daughter, she's getting a little bit taller but she's adventurous and she climbs on shit and she runs and things like that. And whatever she has her eye on, she's going after. And she, her hands is like glue. She grabs it so fast. So we, we often set things on top of that little small wall, but that wall on the other side of that wall is the steps. So that's a cold little fall right there. If you fall face down, you're going to hurt yourself. And for a kid, a two year old three or I would say maybe maybe five and under or four and under they go over that that wall and they hit them steps it's gonna it's gonna do some damage some rough damage you know what I'm saying anything younger than anything younger than three, it might be fatal and for like five I ain't gonna say no but I, I would say about three or four months it just kept bothering me kept bothering me. I, I, I asked my I asked one of the maintenance men in the in the, uh, in the complex, uh, came to do a work order inside my crib. And I asked him, I said, look, can I put like a board here or is there anything that you guys can do? They said, look, you can do anything that you want to do in here just as long as everything is patched up uh, by the time you guys move out or something like that. And I said, because I want something, I want like a wall, maybe about... I mean, uh, some wood or anything that I could put there that's probably about four to five inches tall. So I could put that on top of that little wall so she won't be so she won't get curious one day and try to climb up the wall and climb over it. Because as soon as she climb over it, she'll fall over. You know what I mean? And that bothered me for so long because one thing that I wouldn't be able to handle is if one of my kids got seriously injured or even fatal. I wouldn't be able to manage. I mean, I don't like alcohol, but I go straight to the bottle. I'm not getting, I'm not even going to lie to you cuz I wouldn't be able to handle it. I'm very protective, maybe overprotective, but in this world, I think you have to be overprotective now. With the kids that we have, with the not only the kids that we have, but the world we live in now. And some people can say, you know, they can make a case and say, "Well, the world has always been like this." But it just hasn't been mainstream. I, I I liked it better back then. I'm not going to even lie to you. I liked it. I, I, it was better. I was better off not knowing more. You know what I'm saying? Because this shit is scary. It's scary. You know what I'm saying? Now we have to. If It seems like we have to teach our kids on a different level than what I was taught. We came out pretty good. All the 80s babies came out pretty good, even though we were doing a crack era. Some of y'all are crack babies. <laughs> <laughs> some of y'all that was born in the 80s is off the rocks, okay? I don't know you. I'm just letting you know. It's a high percentage of y'all that's on them rocks, off them rocks. But I'm just saying, though, even then, you know, cats that was raised in the 90s, we was Gucci. You know, at out here in L.A., the only thing that we really had to deal with was the gang violence. Other than that, we didn't have to worry about too many things. The racism was at an all-time low. I mean, we was beefing with the Koreans. You know, that's where the riots... I mean, well, I mean, we know where the riots started from, but we was beefing with the Koreans. That was for sure, because we were trying to bring them to their stores. But other than that, we didn't have no cops or no white people calling us the N-word or nothing like that, so we didn't have to deal with that. We just had to... We Okay, well, the biggest gang out here is the police, so we, you know how that is, but that's across the world. You know, any police car that put on their sirens behind a uh, car with a black person in it, we all sweating bullets, all of us. But besides that, in L.A., man, all we had to do, I, I mean, all we had to do, only thing we worried about was the gang violence. And that was crazy because, you know, it was just random shootings and things like that. But now, I mean, I stay in a much better and safe, safer area than I did when I was a kid but even now, like you, I, as a parent though, shit just start. You just start worrying about all kind of random shit, you know, car accidents, you know, bullying, you know, kidnapping. Like you start thinking about all kind. When you're when you're a parent and you in their lives, and you start worrying about a gang of shit, you start worrying about it. You be stressing out. So I'm gonna take a look. First of all, I'm gonna take this time out and I'm gonna apologize. Rest in peace to my mama. But I'm going to apologize to her anyway, because she used to tell me, you know, it it was some nights where, you know, she didn't fall asleep until she knew we was in the house. And she said, all you had to do was just tell me where you was at or where you was going. I wasn't going to stop you from going there or anything like that. Just let me know where you was going and if you was coming home so I can go to bed. And I didn't understand that back then, even though I was a young adult, you know, in my in my uh, young, you know, 20s, the 20, 21, 22, 23, you know, a phone call to my mom, letting her know, like, yo, I'm with Dobby. You know what I'm saying? We're going to the club, going out to eat. I might crash at his crib in the valley that would put her at ease instead of just, you know, coming home at three, four o'clock in the morning. And she's extremely tired because she was waiting up until I got home because she did not want to get those phone calls like, you know, ma'am, your son, such and such, such and such. Can you identify the body? That's what she kept worrying about. But I didn't know until later on, you know and then some at times I, I, i'm not going to even lie. she expressed it the wrong way she was just it was more kind of like anger like why don't you sit up there and call you could call me and th- this that and third but instead of just sitting me down and saying what she was what she really wanted to say it just came out different but now as a parent i understand because when my son when my son go outside we give him two to three hours to come back and check back in and then keep in mind we stayed in a gated community it don't matter, though. I need you to check in. You go out the house at 1 o'clock, we need you back here at 3.30, 4.30. You come back at 4.30, we need you back here at 6.30. You come back here at 6.30, depending on if it's a a, a weekday, well, on a weekday, he's probably at practice, but on a on the weekend, I need you back in here by, you know, 8 o'clock, 8.30, the latest. And depending on if it's, you know, one of those summer nights, where the sun don't go down till about 7:38 o'clock. Then we might let you stay out till about 9. You know, but other than that, we need you to check in. And then I'm really going to be pulling out my hair when my daughter is trying to go outside by herself. You know, cuz you know, my my daughter and my son, you know, they 9 years apart. You know what I'm saying? So by the time she gets to his age, my son going to be calling me talking about you know, a whole totally, it's not going, it's not going to be, I'm, I'm going outside. It's going to be like, how you doing pops? I'm at home. And you know, with my daughter is, it's crazy, man. It's crazy. It's crazy. So I'm trying to figure this stuff out. I'm trying to figure this stuff out, but I'm a frustrated, nervous. I just love, cause I love being around my family. You know, it, I never – we really don't have off days that often, and that's no joke. You know, Monday through Friday is all work and basketball practice. And then it seems like every other weekend is tournaments where he could play between three to five games. That's counting both days, a Saturday and Sunday, in which we have to schedule around his tournaments. So we rarely have – and that's just one child. That's just one child. So we spend a lot of family time together, and we – we cherish it. You know, we love it. Actually, it's just that when we are when we when, where we're apart, we don't function as well. You know, I may have my time where I like to go out with my fellas. You know, he might, you know, my son might go to his cousin's house. You know, my, my wife is typically at home, but her sister might come over or she might go, you know, over her cousin's house and. You know we can't stay we can't stay away from each other too long. We can't, or we just end up breaking down. Like you know, we call ourselves the the Fantastic Four. You know, but we're we're like Voltron. Like when we come together, shit happens. But when we when we're apart from each other, we it don't it don't. No, no. We have our time where we need our space, and I might go to Vegas and go chill with the homies. But other than that, no, nah, and that's including the kids. Like. You know, to all my married people out there. Yeah, you know, it's, it's times where we just need that. We need that romance, that romance space. We need the, <laughs> the little dates. You know what I'm saying? We're trying to get freaky. Probably got to hit something in the car, in the garage on the low. You know what I'm saying? Or in the closet. But overall, though, you can't be away from your kids. I know my daughter, she has a bed, and she's probably slept in her bed. Well, let's just say this. I don't think she's ever slept in her bed a whole day. Like a over a whole night, I don't think it's ever happened. I think she slept halfway through the night and climbed right back in her bed. She never slept in her bed as a baby. You know, we put her in her crib and she's taking a nap. But other than that, she's never slept overnight in her bed. And we and it, that bed turns into uh, a twin size bed, and uh, she'll lay in it. To take a nap, well, if we put her in there, but for the most part, she sleeps in between me and my wife. And I'm not gonna lie, you know, at times we've had we've had our me and my wife we've done. We bunted heads because we can't get good sleep because Bailey is in between us, you know, and it, her feet is in my face or in my wife's face, and she or she just turns some awkward way, and we gotta fix her. She wake up whining, talking about but. Bottle? You know what I'm saying? Now, she bold, though. She'll get up in the middle of the night, my nigga, in the dark, go get the milk and the bottle and wake you up like, Bottle? Bottle? You know what I'm saying? So, you know, that we got we got that going on. But I, I realized, my wife pointed this out. We put her in her bed one night and she was asleep and I couldn't go to sleep because I had separation anxiety from my from my daughter and even though she was a few feet away in the same room right next to my bed i couldn't handle it like it bothered me it bothered me so just imagine just imagine when she gets her own room you know like it's gonna drive me crazy because i'm so used to her sleeping in the bed you know but eventually i gotta get to that point where i gotta grow up man it's got it's got it's got to change. Like, I have to figure something out. I got to figure something out because I got to raise them to, to to be on their own. And I can't I can't I can't sit up there and I won't be there all the time. My wife won't be there all the time. And I got to I got to make sure they they're able to I got to make sure they're ready for the world. Because a lot of us, a lot of us, 80s babies, not uh, raised in the 90s. We wouldn't talk. To be ready for the world, we not gonna have all the answers. They not, you know, my, the, the, our parents wasn't gonna give us everything, but they were supposed to give us enough game so we could be all right, you know, when we hit the real world. Because the real world hit and it hit hard, and the world changed. Now it's a lot of stuff, man. These kids are not able to have a passion for anything because there's so many things to get into, and it's not great things either, you know, uh, like the phone has taken over everybody you know uh, attention cuz everything is inside your phone or your ipad you know what i'm saying your ipad mini whatever the case may be everything is in that tablet you know what i'm saying and, and to have a kid that likes to go outside that's a luxury but for the most part like they don't have great examples on tv anymore nothing none of that none of that like i said the cartoons is is crazy they watching cartoons that they are not supposed. To. Now I'm not saying that hold your kids hostage and keep them away from certain things because I think that I think kids that like I grew up watching a lot of comedy specials that you know you don't think a kid was supposed to watch. You know I I, I watched Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, you know Martin Lawrence, Bill Bellamy, a lot of cats that you're not supposed to be watching that at at that age. But it was a lot of truth. Chris Rock. There was a lot of truth to those those comedy specials. Now, a lot of stuff I didn't understand because I was a kid. But now that I'm older, I can understand what they was talking about. And I don't think you should wait until later on down the line when you think your kid is old enough to know because it might be too late. It's a lot of shit that they doing nowadays in these schools that shit, you know, it's pretty much bold. I know I know some cats that was, you know, started having sex early, maybe middle school and high school and stuff like that. That's cool. But these kids are starting real early, real early. It was only maybe a handful of girls that I knew in my lifetime that probably went to separate schools, too, that got pregnant and that was pregnant in high school. You know, now these girls in up they ended up pregnant like early. I'm talking about early. early, man. It's crazy, man. Like, I'm not ready for I'm not ready for when my son is getting Snapchats and, uh, and text messages from girls, and I'm not ready for that. I'm not ready for that. I'm not ready for my daughter to grow up, period. But I know eventually it's going to happen. It's just that I think this is the generation where it's the hardest. It's, It's very hard to raise a kid in this generation. It is. With too much stuff going on around them, their attention span is shit, You know, it's hard, man, like you have to stay on your P's and Q's with your kids on a daily basis because one blink, one blink, one miss class, one miss lecture, you know, don't neglect them. Because next thing you know, they'll be 24, 25 years old in the world that they cannot handle. You know what I mean, and 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 it happened real fast. And I don't want no twenty four, twenty five year old son getting bullied. I don't want to see my my daughter messing with cats that I know I don't that I know who's not right for her. You know, because I'm an older cat at that time. I don't have the patience for it. I would. I'm going to try to hurt you. <laughs> I, I am. Those are my those are my babies. They will always be my kids. You know at three four o'clock in the morning, if my daughter has a flat tire, guess who going me I have to I don't care how tired I am, but I gotta go change that tire. you know when my son come to me about some some uh some some questions and and need some advice about women I gotta be there nowadays for sure, no means no, but even before you get there, it's like. Man, you probably got to have some forms for her to fill out before you do any talking to her. Real talk. And I'm I'm worried about that because I don't want my son to be put in a position where he had to defend himself about, you know, uh, about something he didn't do. The type of person that he's not because I don't raise him to be like that. And that's another thing, man. I I hearing a lot of talk about women have to act a certain way to get married and men and men got to be have to act a certain way and treat women a certain way. This is true. It works on both sides. And I have to teach that to my daughter and my son. It's hard work (laughs) on top of teaching this nigga how to just play sports, teaching them how to play video games, teaching them how to play board games, regular shit. You got to teach them about life, but the but the way life is going right now is like a whole totally different manual. You know what I'm saying? It's not. I can't. I can't teach him the manual and the guidelines that was taught to me back in the '90s because the whole game done changed. You know they growing. Think about this. They growing up in the era with sex dolls, real authentic IG model sex dolls. You know what I'm saying? They growing up in an era where you know uh, the 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 two presidents that they're going to remember is a, is a black president, which is dope, and a goddamn TV, uh, uh, a goddamn what do you want to call him? He's a goddamn actor as a president. You know what I mean? Asshole like that. But this is what they're growing up in: sexual assault cases with uh, you know against former moguls and. And producers and directors and you know and and cast that we looked we looked up to as kids they like well damn if, 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 you know who are they supposed to look they looking up to you know they looking up to the, they you got they got Chris Brown that ain't nothing to look up to you know Lil Uzi yeah like come on <laughs> it's it's getting that bad you know so. It's a lot of hard work I got to do. I know that for sure. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm up for the challenge because these are my kids. You know, I'm probably going to die being stressed out and frustrated. But as long as I get them on the right road with the right mind, they're, they're going to have some bumps in a row. I just want them to be able to handle it. That's it. I just want them to be able to be able to handle it. I don't want any curveballs. I don't want them to be surprised by anything. That's the only thing I don't want. You know what I'm saying? I want my son to have as much confidence that he could possibly have in his world, whether it's on or off the court. I want my daughter to be smart enough to make great decisions. I want her to be able to hold her own. You know what I'm saying? So that's it. I just wanted to talk to you all about being a parent. It's not about even being a black male parent in the world. It's just being a parent in general. You know what I'm saying? I don't care what race you are, what color you are, what culture you are part of or you grew up in, a child, you still gotta raise your child. You still have to. And this in this world is 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 more it gets more and more difficult as technology advances, as you know, these stories break every day, some foul going on. We gotta stay on top of the game. We gotta stay on top of the game and we gotta make sure they hear about this stuff, they see this stuff, and, and we teach it. We got to break everything down. We got to teach them what sexual assault is, what sexual harassment is. Uh we got to teach them about we got to let them know about current events, about, you know, uh sex trafficking, about game banging, uh about bullying, you know what I'm saying? All this stuff, drinking, parties, uh you know, high school parties, college parties. They got to know about all this stuff. And you got to tell them now. You know what I'm saying? I don't think you should I don't think you should uh you know, shove it down their throat early. But here and there, you should sit them down and talk to them and let them know this is stuff you're going to be looking looking for. Like, this is coming up in your life. You know, you go to middle school, this is what's going to happen. You go to high school, this is what's going to happen. You're about to go to college, this is what's going to happen. You graduated from college and you're about to graduate, welcome to the real world. This is what's going to happen. And another thing is you got to keep supporting them even after they graduate from college. They going to need help. They gonna need help, and we all know that because everybody listening to this probably got student loans, <laughs> so yeah, man, just make sure you on your p's and q's as a parent, teach your kids, raise them right, and um just make sure and hope that we get through this crazy world, man, with all the tools that we with all the tools that we have. All the knowledge that we possess and that we can teach, let's just hope it just it, it works out. It works out for the best. All right? Much love. BTG for president. Don't forget to leave any feedback. You know what I mean? That's it. I'll holler at y'all later.